in 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory. At the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to episode 204 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with socials. The Wall 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram. At 77 Club Podcast on Twitter. YouTube, please subscribe. We're approaching a 1,000 subscribers, so please do that if you haven't already. Because loads watch and don't subscribe. And Spotify, please rate that too, if you wish. Five stars. Uh, Jack Williams is here. Hi, everybody. Well done on getting the intro correct this week, Sam. Thank you very much. Yeah, two out of three ain't bad. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, sorry for looking like I'm doing it from a charity shop. <laughs> uh, it's just the way it is. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, so Harry, uh, well, Chelsea away. I mean, what can we say? Uh, Diego Costa made his debut. I, I thought he was OK. Um, let's have a look at that starting 11, though. Siren goal, Semedo, Kilman. Gomez comes in, Johnny, Matinho, Nunes, Traore, Pedence, Guedesh, and as with the aforementioned Diego Costa as well. Um, your thoughts to begin with? I mean, I think last week we called it pretty much a free hit. Obviously, we had um, Steve Davis and James Collins in charge for this one, and they actually trusted Totti Gomez um, with a starting berth. Uh, how do you think he did? Yeah, well... First of all, I think with what we had available, they picked the exact correct team, in my opinion. We know that we, we were on about starting the midfield of Traore, weren't we? But he got uh, pulled out with illness. So, yeah, no complaints about the team. It was always going to be a very tough ask. Even though Chelsea made a lot of changes, it was still going to be a very tough ask. I thought Totti on the day, I thought he, even though obviously we lost 3-0, I thought he did okay, actually. He didn't look out of place, passed the ball well, around well. Um, yeah, it looked okay, but... For me, um, the the first goal killed us. We were hanging on a lot first half, but we had that Nunes chance, the header, and uh, we had a few other attacks. But as soon as that goal goes in, which for me, it was Jose Sarr that was at fault. He kind of got lobbed. His positioning was a bit weird. It just took the wind out of our sails. And although we did look a bit more promising second half, I think it was just always going to be a, a convincing defeat after that goal goes in at the end of the first half. Uh, Jack, I think a, a lot of the times we were turning to each other and saying, that's really sloppy, that's really sloppy. I, I think that was a story of the day, wasn't it, really? Because, you know, it seemed like we couldn't string a pass together at some points. Yeah, I'd, I'd have been quite happy to get to half-time uh, with it being nil-nil. And to be honest, I thought we had it because they scored pretty much with the in the last second of extra time, didn't they? Uh, really? And I do think if, if they'd had their shooting boots on a bit earlier, they probably would have would have scored a bit earlier on as well, to be honest. There's a few times where they just seem to just sky it in a good chance and uh, and these sorts of things not really take their chances. But yeah, I agree. I think like once the first goal's gone in lately, then it's, it's game over, isn't it? Because we've got to, we've got to score a goal ourselves to get back in it. The one thing I will say, though, is about um, 
you guys, I don't know if it's you or you, Sam or Harry, you put a team out, didn't you, on Twitter in the week and got, got a bit a of stick for that. Got, got yeah, a bit yeah, of stick yeah. for it. And it was actually only one player off. The only change yeah. was was Traore for uh, Guedes, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. So yeah. Pretty, pretty much bang on, really. So that's not a bad effort at all. But yeah, with what we had, um, it's, it's kind of what you could expect, really. And, you know, you can't really argue about the result. I think Chelsea obviously did deserve to win. They created more. They had better chances. They took their chances. Um, and we just got just got nothing up front as well. And what do you think about some of the substitutions? Harry, well, the, just, just on that, it's funny you say that because on that tweet that Sam put out, one of the criticisms was from Ad Sidaway. I actually know him. I've met him before. He's a top lad. But he was saying, how can you not have Guedes in there when he's a £30 million player? Well, if you watched him against Chelsea, Ad, I think you've answered your own question there because he got pulled off for Hodge <laughs> at half-time because he was absolutely <laughs> awful again. And he's... apart from one, I think at Spurs, he had a half-decent game and maybe one other, but he has been absolutely awful, Guedes. Really bad. I... He's done absolutely nothing, has he? If you gave me the chance now to swap him for Trincao, I think I would. At least Trink Trink how every now and then had glimpses of a player in him, but so far like just, Chelsea away so last little. year when he pinged yeah. that one in. So I think so, when, if, if you're gonna bring price tags into it, then you go, okay, well, why have you let the thirty six million pound striker go out on loan to Underlect? There has to be a yeah. reason for that. It's, and it's irrelevant and, and to me. Yeah, Gedesh hasn't been anywhere near as, as good as I thought he would be. And I, I think he's probably been on, well, been in the starting 11 when it hasn't really warranted it. And from what I've seen of Bubakar Traore so far, it's showing much better signs, Harry. Yeah, uh, he's only had a few little appearances, though, only, but he, he looks okay. Yeah. So it's probably a bit early to judge him. But yeah, Guedes, that, I agreed with the team you put out on Twitter. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have started him. But obviously, with the circumstances, he had to, really, because we didn't have many options. Obviously, Huang did come on. I thought Hodge, when he came on, he looked really promising, actually. The young lad who came on in midfield. I don't know if you two remember, because you were probably about 18 points deep at the time. But <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he was decent, and he... he you know, he, he gave us a bit of spirit in that second half and we attacked a bit. I thought I thought Adama was quite threatening for us as well, down the right. Um, in terms of bad performances, I thought Johnny was shocking at left back. I'm going to mention Samedo for Bayless because if he was here, he was blaming Samedo for the first goal because he got beat to the header, didn't he? Got beat, but a bit harsh from Bayless again, but he has to throw that one in there. But on the day, like I say, we defended quite well first half, but that goal just took the wind out of our sails and we kind of just give up. It was kind of like Diego Costa's testimonial at times, I thought. That is a brilliant analogy. Yeah, yeah that is so true, Jack. He had, he had a, a massive great reception because when he when he was substituted, was it about 70 minutes or something like that? He had to walk the whole that. way around the pitch, basically. He had to walk the whole way around the pitch and they were... The, the atmosphere, the applause obviously he got was uh, really good from the home fans and, and the away fans, really, to be fair. So, yeah, it, it did kind of did have that feel about it, really. And, um, but yeah, we just offered so, so little. And I think it, it is that cliche, isn't it, that just, just before half time is the worst time to score. And it, I think if we got in at half time, it'd still be nil nil, even though we've ridden on look quite a bit, there'd be a bit more buzz about it. But mm. I think just, just the time we conceded as well, and the fact we can't score anyway, meant we were pretty much beat, I think, from that point, as soon as that goal went in just before half time, which is uh, depressing, really, isn't it? Can I just say, yeah, yeah, cool. Sorry, that Diego Costa thing really annoyed me when I was watching it. Why? Like, he milked that, didn't he? Like, we're. I mean, if we, if I, I've got to be consistent with what I'm saying because I moaned about Jose Starr, what he did with Kevin De Bruyne in the tunnel. Yeah, against City. So for him to then walk around the pitch and lap an applause up 
and literally on purpose walk off that side so we could get the applause all the way around. I just thought that was a bit of in bit of bad taste considering we're struggling and he's just lapping it up, making the day about his return to Chelsea and not about us as a team. I just really didn't like it. It's when you need a good man manager and we haven't got any manager at the moment, so let alone anyone that can handle big egos. Jack, I think you made the point on the, the podcast either last week or the week before saying that Large wasn't probably the person that would be able to control such a personality. And, and obviously you've got essentially the, the, the people that are training the youngsters day in, day out. You've got to try and manage them now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's not many players to manage, though, is there? Or any many fit that's players knock, knocking about either. So <laughs> maybe it's not it's not too bad. But yeah, you're right. You can't you can't throw in a, a temporary manager and uh, get him to sort of coach Costa. But I think Harry might be reading a little bit too much into it. I I was there watching it. I wasn't particularly bothered by it. But I suppose at that point the game was already pretty much gone in my head. So um, I don't know. He's allowed his little little clap any as long as he's switched on for the, the games that are coming up. But yeah. Is it promising that you've got 56 minutes under his belt, though, Harry? Does, is that part of the, the wider picture? Yeah, and obviously he's positive he never got injured. And there was that one, was it Was it Pedence who put a ball, or was it Samedo? I can't remember. They put like a really poor pass through to him um, and he probably could have scored. Was that first half, I believe? Can you remember that yeah. chance? Yeah. So, yeah, so on another day, he might have uh, got a goal on one of our very few chances we had. But he does look, he's you know, he's still got his position and things like that, hasn't he? But and to be fair to him, he tracked back at one point. There was one point when he ran all the way back and made like a tackle in, in our own box. So he did show he cared at times. But for me, that was just a bit like, come on, man. Like You've milked that a bit there. Just walk off directly to the dugout. Don't go all the way around the pitch. I just didn't like it. Yeah, so I completely agree. You know, it, I think it was a, a bit of a missed opportunity where he could have played with the shackles off a little bit because... Like like we said last week, it was a bit of a free hit, wasn't it? But those wayward passes just just cost you. In does the it end. Um, does so it just prove no matter what formation we played, we just still can't look like scoring anyway? Well, I was going to say because you, 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 you said went against West Ham that the formation was clearly wrong. Um, four two what was it four three two one this time round a little bit better, Harry. Just step in the four, right two, direction. Four three three one, it? wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, like I say, I had no complaints about the team at all. It's just the personnel now. Well, obviously, we were very uh, light. We need Neves back. We need Collins back as well, don't we? But the likes of Guedes, as we've mentioned, Pedence weren't the best either. I think the only one that was really good, and that clip's been going around on Twitter, was Nunes, wasn't it? He had that one amazing run. He had that header, mm, which he probably yeah. should have scored. But it comes to something when we're we're all we can get excited about now is clips on Wolves Twitter of him doing that. We got excited when <laughs> when Neto made that run and skill against Leeds. That's all we get excited about now is when our players make skills in the middle of the pitch. That's that's all the Wolves Twitter team have got, man. They must be the most bored admins ever. It's like, oh, what can we do to get some likes this week? Well, well, Nunes ran for a little bit <laughs> and kept the ball. Anything else? No. Nope. Oh, get it on, get it on there. Get the likes out. We can't score a bloody goal, can we? But uh, Atoll in the comments says, I have to agree. I didn't care about Saar with Kevin De Bruyne, but the Costa thing was annoying. Hopefully he's not Wolves just for the paycheck. I mean, he, he probably is a little bit, but I mean, he, he, did, he didn't have to be here, did he? Because he was a, a free agent. So it wasn't about forcing through a move or anything like that. It's it's just making mm. him know you're available. But oh, I don't know. It, 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 are you looking a bit too far into Harry? Possibly. Maybe, but it just annoyed me at the time watching it. That's all. Like, I don't want to get too deep into it because mm. I don't think no, that many people are probably that bothered by it. But just, you know, 
pull him off the side, just get off. Don't you know? I, I just found it a bit like, oh, come on. But anyway, I want to ask you two what your day was like. You two were both in the away end. Was the atmosphere good? I let's actually let's put the weekend into perspective. So we went out on Friday night and we <laughs> went to some emo thing. I did karaoke at this place. <laughs> uh, we got back, I don't know what time we got back. Um, but then first beer, I think, was at a, was it about 11? Uh, yeah, we went for breakfast at 11 a.m. beer. Uh, but obviously, we'd been out till the small hours the night before, so we were topping mm. up really, weren't we? And yeah. uh, managed to find our way to the ground. Um, Big shout out to Claire Wolf, by the way, on Twitter, who supplied my ticket. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I was not making any sense even before kickoff. And he's like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, I don't Thing know. Is, I though, the stadium. Thing is, lads, you have to get levered now to watch Wolves. That's the sad reality. To so make it enjoyable. Him. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and your weekend. You, you also you don't feel it, as bad you know. for leaving early. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam and I left about 15 minutes earlier because we were going to a gig on the night anyway. And we thought we might as well beat the traffic, but got lost and just ended up doing a big lap and ended up back at the ground. <laughs> exactly where we started. Yeah. So we, it was like The Walking Dead. And I had to go and pick up, this is something I've never done before, but I had to go back to the club we were in on Friday night today to get my watch. I left watch. It oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it must have fell off. And I was like, yeah. Um, but they so yeah, yeah, handed it in. Weekend. So, yeah, that was our weekend, yeah. How was yours, Harry? <laughs> Just sat and watched it in front of the telly, to be honest. The pre- walls did actually ruin my weekend, whereas, I mean, I should have come with you two. Should have known to go absolutely hammered in well, the nightclub. But... should have done, really. Yeah. Yeah, you should have um, listened to, listen to karaoke. There was an interesting story today which ties in with, um, with Robert's comment. Uh, to me, Sellers needs to go first silver to Anderlecht when we were short on strikers and then Cody to Everton with a ridiculous buyout clause and no recall option. Is he got a point there? I think it's probably, you know, a, a lot of fingers that we can point in a lot of people and that they all add up, don't they? Yeah. If If you're looking at, like particularly like lazy journalists looking for reasons why we're doing so badly this season, then those two things could could be them, couldn't you? You could say, look, you know, England defender, they're probably letting him go for four and a half million, which is stupid, and they can't score a goal, but they've let a, a striker go, he's banging them in for a, you know, a team that are playing in Europe. It's true. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, true. Both that, of them that, are true. Those are all but... true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we know there's a bit more to it than that on, on both points, really, but uh, you can see why there's... There's some conclusions drawn from that. And, you know, it's just we've let players go again when the squad is clearly just too small because an injury and a suspension here, suspension there, and we just just haven't got enough players. Let's turn our attentions to the next game in the Premier League. Harry, is the Morgan Gibbs-White derby. And it is a must-win, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, I've titled this podcast, Our Wolves in a Relegation Battle. And for me, not right now, but if we lose this game Saturday... We are, aren't we? Yeah. Can you imagine if we lose yeah. Saturday? It, <laughs> I just, we, it's like but it's not. Oh. It's, it's starting to like not be funny anymore, is it? If we lose Saturday, because we are literally in a relegation battle, and I know everyone says it, but with the squad we've got, that is criminal. Even with the injuries and suspensions, it's criminal that we're actually down there in 18th. I, I was thinking about this a little bit earlier, just before coming on, and you know, I know that obviously every week we do a score prediction, and the problem is that. I think they're more likely to score than we are because <laughs> yeah. they, they scored three the other night. They scored a few the other day, didn't they? They scored one against Villa. They, they've scored, you know, I don't think. Mm. How, so I, this is the problem. Did they not have a 3 3 at one point as well? Or have I made that up? They've, I think I they've drew, drew one, lost four, is it? Or five in the last one. They, okay. they lost like 3 2 to Fulham. So they are scoring, you're yeah, right. Exactly. They are so, leaking goals, but we don't score. So that's. <laughs> so what's, what's, what's going to be? And if, if you've got a team that can't score versus a team that 
that can score but just lets goals in. I'm not backing us to score. <laughs> like I'm backing them to them to them to be able to get one in, particularly when we you know we're still a first choice centre back down and whatever. And uh, Costa's still our only striker and finding his feet and the service he's getting is just non-existent. I've I've seen nothing in the last few games, particularly against Chelsea and West Ham, to suggest that we are going to go suddenly and win three 0 at home against Forest. It's going to be it, a draw would not surprise me one bit. Uh, Harry, we know that at time of recording. Jeff, she has gone out to Spain to talk to Julian Lopetegu. Um, so we thought it would probably be all tied up by now, but that doesn't seem to be the case. I, th- I think he did watch the Chelsea game from the comfort of his own home. He knows what the challenge is going to be. That may be playing on his mind a little bit. We don't know. I imagine they're sticking quite a big paycheck in front of him to come and do the job. And it's a Premier League job. Mm-hmm. They're fairly rare. Um this game will probably therefore come too soon for him. What sort of starting eleven do you think will be picked this time round? Because I imagine changes need to be made. Yeah, first of all, I'm, I thought he'd be in in time, but the rumours are that he's had family issues, isn't it? So I don't. I think that's why there's been a delay to that, which is unfortunate because this is probably the biggest game of the season so far by a mile. Um, on the team. One thing that concerned me that's come out after the Chelsea game is because he took like a Dharma off of Chem Campbell and I remember thinking, oh, why? And there's rumours that him, Guedes, um, I can't remember the other player, that were only like 60% fit and had to come off early because of the you know like their technology and all that. So if that were playing to a factor in what we start against Forest, I don't know. But I think it'd be the same formation, bring obviously Neves in, probably drop Guedes, um, and I don't. And maybe if that uh, Babacar Traore is back, get him involved in some way. I don't know, but having Neves back is going to be huge. I think because I think we did miss him. Although Nunes played well, I think we missed Neves definitely. So get him back in. Uh, Jack, do you think that Neves will play in midfield, or do you think maybe they'll just stick him in goal? Because that'd be funny to watch. <laughs> I, I, I think the fact that Toti started the other day, and as Harry touched on earlier, didn't really look out of place, means that. We're not going to see Nevers at centre back again because it's just, it's just <laughs> ridiculous, really. And that's what that's what cost uh, Bruno his job. But I've just looked, just got it up to see how many goals Forrest has scored. Actually, it's, that's, it's less than I thought. They've only scored seven. I know we've only scored three, which is pathetic. But but Leicester, who are bottom, have scored fifteen. What's God. going on there? Yeah, they beat but, Forest four in that's true, yeah. Forest, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, Nottingham Forest have let in twenty two. Minus 15 goal differences. He's wow. quite a bit worse than ours. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I know. I, after what I've seen in the last few games, I wouldn't back us to win this game. No way. I know we say it all the time in games like this, but I think Molyneux is a big factor because the atmosphere, as we've mentioned a lot, has been poor for God knows how long now. And it's 3 p.m. on a Saturday. Hopefully it, it can be a good atmosphere. And if it's not, I just hope we don't get on their back because if we go 1-0 down, which could happen, I hope Molly nah. just don't turn because it, be- it I, could become a disaster. If Gibbs White puts I, put them one nil up, <laughs> I, I, I think I think if that happens, it's justifiable that, that we should turn on them. Really, like I, I don't see why we should defend them anymore. Really, because uh, it's it's just been it's been bad for a long time. It's it's not just the fact oh the fans are shit. It's that the performances are just it's got three well, goals all year. Yeah, and if you take yeah. take into account the end of last season, what's there to get all excited about? Oh, Nunes mm. did a good run. Again, you're back, back going in those sort of circles, <laughs> so aren't you? So, um, I, you know, if ever we come out slow and we go one nil down, it's going to be bitter in there, and but justifiably, I think. Um, it, I know you mentioned our Wolves in a relegation scrap. How important do you think this game is, Harry? And also, 
possibly will be when it comes to the end of the season? When you look back and go, oh, actually, that was either a turning point for one reason or another. I know it's cliche, but it is a six-pointer this early. It just is. I think it is. Way, I think it is. Yeah, with the, with the way things have panned out for us, it, it just is because if we win, the mood will be lifted, and it, and then we've got a couple of fixtures coming up which are winnable, and things will start to look good again. And then Collins will come back after in a few games' time. If we lose, it's going to be so toxic, like unbelievably toxic, and it could really affect us. And we could end up going into the break of the World Cup being in the bottom three, which would just be an absolute disaster. And if we win as well, it gets Lopetegui coming into a bit of a better situation too. So it's absolutely massive and big pressure on um, Steve Davis, isn't it? And Collins to It's just massive, really is. And I, I do feel for him because we are, we have been kind of unlucky with suspensions and injuries. So, But luckily for us, which I hope I'm not jinxing it by saying this, Forest are pretty bad. So we have got a chance. <laughs> we said it. I can't believe you said it. With with Lopetegui, well, I need to learn how to pronounce his name. What's the official pronunciation? Do we know? We I say Lopetegui. That's what Lopetegui. I've been hearing. Lopetegui. I think right. But the way Sam right. pronounces it might be right. I don't know. <laughs> I'll just go with no, Lopetegui. Because um, the way it was sounding, particularly listening to Twitter a week ago or the day after that Large went, it was basically like he signed on the line, wasn't it? And yeah. as, soon as, he, as soon as he was going to leave Seville, he was going to be here the next day and it'll all be sorted. But it's not materialised as quickly as I thought it was going to. Is there any chance of him being in place before the weekend? Or, or not? Obviously, you wouldn't, wouldn't take training or anything, but just, just at least be in the stand at the weekend, potentially. Because that could give us a lift, the fact that they're playing in front of a new manager who's won trophies. Potentially in the stand, but like I said before, I don't think there's anything imminent, is it? I, mean, I know it's Tuesday when we were recording this time around. Um but these October fixtures, Harry, obviously Forest at home, which we'll talk about now, Palace away, we've got Leicester at home, Brentford away, sort of to finish off October. And then we've got that that, that sort of run of games into the World Cup, which sort of is looking like uh, Brighton at home, Leeds at home and Arsenal at home as well. So like you say, I think it comes back to the Molyneux point, doesn't it? It's, it's to, to rouse the fans, but give the fans something to shout about. Mm, so we take out Arsenal out of that list you just mentioned there. All the rest are winnable. Should I mean, be. Palace away on a yeah, Palace away on a Tuesday night. It is a tough place to go, but we can beat them. We can. Well, yeah, Brighton in there. A Brentford, they got absolutely spanked by. Uh, I know Newcastle are playing well, but they got spanked the weekend. We've got to win. We've got to win three or four of these coming up. As we're in big trouble, and yeah. if we do, we'll we'll be in mid table, and then everything will be okay again. And Diego Costa said, didn't he? He's been quoted after Chelsea saying our season starts next week, and. That's got to be their mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've got to stop predi- thinking you're going to be okay. Score prediction, Jack? <laughs> I don't know. 1-1. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. That is one, one. quite positive. Yeah. Uh, Harry? Three, two Wolves. <laughs> It's all such oh, an effort, three, isn't it? Three, two. You think we're going to score three goals? We have scored three goals all season. Like, we're we doubling our tally, cost a hat trick. <laughs> so it's not happening. Like... Oh, dear. Right, okay. Uh, let's get your latest betting odds and ticket news. Go on, Jack. Uh, I'm going to betting odds. Um, there's not a lot of ticket Oh, I'll do the betting actually. odds. Don't worry. I'll do the betting odds. Um, okay, so... Ticket news-wise, I think today is the last day for uh, season ticket holders to reserve their discounted ticket for the Leeds United game in the Carabao Cup. Just FYI to anyone listening to that live, just in case you had forgotten, I think uh, the deadline is uh, 
uh, very early on Wednesday morning, nine o'clock tomorrow. Uh, there's a few singles knocking about for Nottingham Forest. Not a lot, though. Um, similar, similar situation for the rest of the games coming up, really. Same thing for Leicester on the 23rd of October. Um, away games, there's still some left for Crystal Palace, actually. So I said last week there was going to be a very undesirable game. So, um, yeah, just the fact it's on a Tuesday night and the location means I think anybody who wants a ticket for that is uh, going to be able to get one. So any Wolves fans, particularly living in South London, who want to go to an away game, that really is your chance there to go down. Next Tuesday night, um, Brentford is obviously just a, actually is a closed shop because there's so few tickets, really. I'd imagine there'll be a ballot for those at some point. Um and that's it, really, for now. That's it. I mean, there's not that many games left either, is there, until we actually... There's a little break going on, really, looking at it now. So, yeah, yeah that's all I've got. Uh, Harry yeah. has some betting odds. We're, for the first time in a while, we are favourites. Four to six on. Wolves win. 17 to four, Forest. Quite surprised at that. You, I, I can't can't stress how much I would not touch four to six Wolves for Saturday. Oh, no. that's, that's, that's shocking. No way. No, no chance at all. Odds on, odds on against us. That like, come on. Sorry, carry on. Don't know if we've lost Harry. One one is six. To oh, one. yeah, one one six to one. Um, Harry's back. back on the AOL dial-up. Isn't he? <laughs> Am I back now? I think so. just about. Yeah. Yeah, four one. If you can hear me. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, you've just got Steve Cooper <laughs> <Yeah>. eyes. <laughs> Four one walls is twenty eight to one. <laughs> you gonna you gonna back it? Yeah, two one walls <laughs> is seven to one. Sam, <laughs> good, good. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going. This is how we make the podcast drag it out of it, isn't it? Really? Um, Diego, <laughs> come on, no. Oh. Oh, I don't know if you heard that. Did you hear that? No, no. No. Uh, okay, oh, cost the first goal scorer three two walls is eighty to one. Eighties. None of them are very good, are they? Forest to be winning at half time, Wolves winning at full time, twenty two to one. That'll do for the better news. I'm current dropping in and out of this stream like that'll do. I think maybe we should end it there just to just to save any um save any blushes. Uh, secondly, um big well done to uh, Chem Campbell for winning a new deal as well. Uh, but we'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell. The Villa one, the Villa news. <laughs> the Villa news. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So um I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but um King Charles or the new King Charles or whatever you call him now. Uh, Coronation is going to be on, is it May the 6th, they said, which clashes with the same day we play Aston Villa. So expect that one to be moved, I would assume. Probably just for policing reasons. That, um, but but you don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how it'll work. But yeah. Lovely. Um, we'll, we'll leave it there because Harry is about half an hour behind us. <laughs> 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 we'll say goodbye Good to Harry Mansell. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye to Jack Williams. <laughs> Yeah, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye from me. Goodbye. Oh, dear. Sports Social Podcast Network.